What's up, people of the internet? Welcome to episode 13 of the Nerd Rejects podcast. It's been a long 14 days, but we're back. I think it's been 14 days. Sounds about right. I'm your co-host, Casper, alongside Tyler. hey yo, And John. What it do, what it do? How's it going, gang? It's going. I'm alive. I, I'm told that's a good thing. I don't know if I believe it or not yet, but that's what I'm told. With, with everything going on, I definitely don't feel alive. That's a totally different subject, but... <laughs> that it is. Uh... We uh we have our own topics today, right? Three topics each. As I was gonna say, as usual, but it's something new we've been trying. And then our main topic today is gonna be Stranger Things season four. What season was that, Gasper? Season four. <laughs> Quattro. Quattro. <laughs> yes. We are in rare form today. This is great. Yeah, I think uh, it's a good time right now. Let's do it. So I think, John, you should start off with your topics, seeing as mine coincides with it in a way. You trying to steal my topic? Well, you just came guns blazing, being like, I'm talking about this. And I was like, damn. Well, what <laughs> am I talking about, Gasper? Well, you're talking about the new PlayStation Essential Plus. Essential. I am. I am talking about the new PlayStation Plus. Um tears so to speak i mean now we've got it's finally launched i know gasper's been talking about it for god knows how long oh, yes. giving us wrong information on when it launches and everything <laughs> like that um but uh came out last week on the 13th and uh, as somebody who has the premium uh the top tier um it's definitely in my opinion worth it um so what they did is they took um the base the base subscription which is the PlayStation Plus everybody knows the PlayStation Plus everybody loves you still get your free games um and everything like that you know monthly <clears throat> but what they did with the extra and the premium is you now get um essentially a smaller PlayStation Now library so to speak um you get some classic games that uh, everybody knows, everybody loves. Um, for example, you know, you get Ape Escape, which was probably one of the very first games I ever played for a PlayStation. And I didn't even play the full game. I, I, I had like this weird little demo disc back when demo discs were things. And it had like Ape Escape, Ape Escape 2, and I think like two other games. And it was, you could only play up until like the second level. Um, but I mean, it's, it's definitely got a lot of, um, really good games on it. I mean, to, to, to start, I mean, it's got both of the Spider-Mans. So the, the Spider-Man game that came out back in what, 2017, 2018, yeah, right. yeah. um, yeah. got Miles Morales. Um, it's got Soul Calibur six. Um, it's got the. Uh, God of War on it, the Norse one. Um, it's just got such an amazing library. It's got Jack and Daxter. Um, I will say there's one thing I'm upset with about it. One thing. Oh, boy. It does not have Sly. Oh, no. Oh, wow. I don't know huh. if that'll be added later, but yeah, I cannot play Sly, Phoebus Raccoonus. 
I feel like that would be a late edition, like a later edition type deal. I'm thinking like that, all, that and all the Crash Bandicoots. I'm thinking they won't, they won't like take a long time to add that. You know, they gotta. Yeah, then, I fully agree. I mean, that, I mean, that's just, in my opinion, at one time that was a PlayStation staple. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for the, the two. I don't know if they came out with one for the three. Did they come out with one for the three? Don't think so. I, feel I like think all three of the games came out for the two. But I mean, it's it's great. I, I think so. The way I have it is um, you if you stacked multiple years of your PlayStation Plus subscription, it upgraded you for free. I don't know if that's why I got the upgrade, because I also had PlayStation Now, and I think that's how I got the upgrade. I had to do a completely separate. Did you? Yeah, I had. Well, mine mine ran up, and then I just didn't renew it and just got the the top tier one. What is it, like the $18 one? So here's I don't the, know. I pay, I pay yearly. Here's a question for, for people that are kind of new to this uh, news. So if... Let's say you want to upgrade to this this new service or newer service. It, how would one do so? What's the best way to do it? Um, it you could go on to you could go on to PlayStation.com and then go from there. Um, you'll have to sign into your your PSN account and then um, you'll be able to add either the extra or the essential. If you or I'm sorry, the extra or the premium, if you already have the essential, if you don't have the essential, um, you could just do it straight from your PlayStation, and which I'm, I, I would assume you can do it straight from your PlayStation also. That's uh, how I did the it. PlayStation store. Oh, wow. Um, I know whenever I bought my subscription, I always just bought um, like two or three of those PlayStation Plus cards. And I think I was on my last year anyways, um, but uh yeah i i I probably would have just gone through the website because i know i i buy a lot of my games online um and i'll do it through the website because i want to buy it when i'm out and about and i don't want to wait till i get home because um this is 2022 and this is not the year for patience no there it is (laughs) jeez yeah it's my money and i need it now well i'm gonna piggyback off that and speaking of living in 2022 I was able to download an entire game from my phone onto my PlayStation, which mind blown. Uh, that game being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. I thought you yeah, could I, do. I thought uh, you could download from your your phone before. You, you probably could have. I'm just you stupid. Could. So yeah, no, he's just slow <laughs> with the times. Okay. It was incredible. Uh, if you do have the essential, uh, not the essential, the top tier PlayStation plus subscription you could get this game for 22 dollars instead of 26 so you save a couple bucks there uh this game is phenomenal it's an uh, old school game isn't it it's, a it's, 2D it's based off it's based off the arcade game Ooh. so it's like a, a greatest hits type thing with different levels and you can play with four people online six people uh co-op which is pretty dope. And you could be April O'Neil, Shred, uh, not Shredder, uh, Splinter, Casey Jones, and it's just any, everything a 90s kid would love about the Turtles and video games. That Phenomenal. sounds cool. Uh, you've played it, I'm assuming, right? Oh, yeah. I played it last week with a couple of buddies of mine. 
And, you know, we had the time of our lives, a little Friday night action. You know, it's hard to get people to do things nowadays, like leave their house and with kids and, you know. That's what happens when you grow up, Gasper. Well, good thing I will never grow up. Are you a (laughs) Toys R Us kid? (laughs) Maybe. Who isn't? Who who wasn't a Toys R Us kid? Uh, We had KB Toys nearby. Oh, (laughs) I heard heard that's coming back. I don't know if that's factual. I heard they're coming back, and if they do, I will lose my mind. It's true. It's true. It's been a rumor for a while now. It's true. They're being they're being funded by different sources than before, but I believe um, my wife and I were reading an article maybe a couple weeks ago that was all about how they're being featured inside some big brick and mortar stores. I was gonna say, yeah, they're probably like a small section of something. Yeah, and they're gonna go. They're supposed to start there and hopefully get bigger. But if not, then that may be the last we see of them. Which is a shame because nothing. As a kid, nothing beats going to Toys R Us and getting to pick out a toy or a video game. And honestly, you didn't even have to pick one out. Like nothing beats. Yeah, yeah, just walking around and just seeing. Like that is one of the only stores I can remember from my childhood that was wall to wall toys. I can't think of any other store. It's not even. There's not even anything around now. We have a we have a small mom and pop. Uh, toy store that's near us. Uh, it, oh, it's, a, it's a little chain. It's a Long Island thing. Maddie's Toy Stop. I worked there for a couple years. Wow. Uh, yeah, go, go go ahead. Is there another business you want to promote? <laughs> uh, no. Um, dick. <laughs> are you are you getting paid? Are you getting paid? No, I wish. You pay, you know? <laughs> Listen, there's a reason We're a I don't work here. here. We need some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, share the share the share the wealth, man. None of us uh, have those abilities. Um, something important I do want to talk about. Um, to caveat onto what I was talking about is prices, because everyone might not know the prices. You know what I mean? Um, so essential, like I said, the essential is going to be the bottom tier. The tried and true PlayStation Plus, um, that's what, if you've had it before, nothing changes. If you don't have it, uh, $9.99 a month or $60 for 12 months. And with that, you'll get free monthly games. Um, You need PlayStation Plus to play most online games. Um, And then you get discounts and whatnot, too. Um, The extra... A little pricier, um, and in my opinion, um, a more steep price jump unnecessarily. Um, but for the extra is fourteen ninety nine or ninety nine ninety nine for the year. Um, and with that, the only real difference you get is the game catalog. Is you get um, like the PS four, PS five game catalog. Um, in my opinion, if you wanted to get the extra, I'd just shell for the premium, to be completely honest. Because, I mean, for the premium, seventeen ninety. working for who now? $17.99 or $120 for a year. Like, that's, that's just, you know, you, you go from $9.99 to $14.99. That is a steep increase. And then from 2 to 3 is only $3 or $20 a year. 
math. Is a so is a Sony <laughs> is a Sony marketing team paying you? Like, am um, I, am and I missing out on something? That, you'll also get <laughs> um, you'll get the classics catalog, and that's when you'll get Ape Escape, uh, Jack and Daxter. You that's know, a rope man. Yeah, that's the that if you want to play these older games, um, that's the plan you want. Um, and then with that, you'll get game trials, so you can try a game out before you get it. And then cloud streaming, which I think is going to be huge. And hopefully not as shitty as it was for PlayStation. Oh, God, it was <laughs> so bad. That was very bad. So, so uh, for both of you, what's one pro and one con about your headline? Um, I'd say that my pro would be the at the... The added features, because um, I mean, from if if we leave extra out of the equation and just talk about essential and premium, that's a lot of added features. And in my opinion, features that people are going to want to pay for, you know, those classic games, the games you grew up playing, the, the games that drew you to Sony that made you want to play a PlayStation. Um. My con is if you're going with premium, it's, it's expensive. You know, $120 a year or seven, $18 a month. Like, that's that's pricey. However, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure their premium is very comparable price-wise to Game Pass. I don't know that for certain. I don't know what Game Pass's price point is, but I think it's sure? very comparable. Game Pass was around $15 a month. That's oh, close. Or thirteen dollars a month, something like that. Fourteen ninety nine a month, yeah. So it's about the same. Yeah, I mean for, and then with that, they don't have. I mean, they don't have the classic games. I think the the most classic game they're gonna have is Halo, and I think that they had, they had Gears of War on there. Um, Oh, a lot of a lot of newer games are being released on Game Pass. That newer games, yeah, but I mean a lot. I mean, we're millennials. We we love that nostalgia. We live for it. Yeah, no, um, I a hundred percent agree. And if you want, I can give you a pro and con of Gaspers too. Oh shit! No, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Con game looks terrible. Pro. It's nostalgic. Move on. Gasper doesn't get to say anymore. Okay, that's that's fair. Gasper, what's what's what's, what's a pro uh, and pro? If if you have friends to play with, it's a great game to play with friends. Uh, con, it's it's pricey for you know a, like twelve level game or whatever. However many levels there are, I'm not really sure how, how many, many are, how but... many games do you get in. Like with it, is it just a single game? Yeah, or is it's, it like, it's a single game. And how much is it? Twenty-two with the uh, essential. Okay. So, I mean, if if you think about it, it's it's relatively cheaper than most games that are released. Yeah, I mean, because you'll you'll get smaller games that are thirty-nine, ninety-nine, yeah. stuff like that. Um, can you play online, or does it yes. have to be LAN? No, you, you play online. You play four players online, and then LAN up to six players. We had three and it was absolute chaos. So was it? <laughs> I think I think I need to get this game. And I I'm think telling. I told you guys, grab game. it. Maybe. We could even stream it. He did tell us to join him. This game. 
<laughs> Honestly, I got to pre-order. I still got to pre-order two games, and I gotta play more. Sorry, Gasper. It's all right. I don't, I don't believe in pre-ordering games anymore after uh, No Man's Sky. Well, I mean, in that same instance, I think it all depends on the game. But right now, I think too right. Our last our last episode, we talked about um, the fact that prices were increasing on games, so you're you're not paying what you used to. Right. Yeah. So I think the uh, Midnight Suns. I want to get that, but the the package up from regular digital is like ninety nine ninety nine. So it's wild. So I remember us talking about that. Is that that's that's console only, right? No mobile. As far as I know, October seventh, I believe is the date, unless they pushed it. Okay. Um, hey. There's that, and then you have Goth- Gotham Knights. That's gonna I'm, be. I'm pre-ordering. I think I've actually already. No, I added that to my wish list. Like one of the, that's one of the few things when I got my PlayStation Five. I added Gotham Knights to my wish list, and I added uh, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League on my wish list. That got so when back I can pre-order them, I don't want to talk about that. When I can pre-order them, I will. Like those Gotham Knights, in particular, looks absolutely phenomenal. And I just read that they're that Gotham City is so much more expansive and bigger than Gotham Knight. And I thought it was I thought Gotham Knight was great. What uh is there a release date yet for that or no? Um I'd have to look. I'm on their Discord. Uh, believe it or not, there's a Discord for Gotham Knight. There's a Discord for everything. I no. love it. It's great. I'm here for it. <laughs> October twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. That's October. So October is gonna be a great month for video games at least for the superhero ones you get It'll a lot be of month you mean, a, you've got my you, sons in there so i mean i can't say how great it's gonna be you get a lot of diversity though that's a card strategy game so it's gonna be interesting but outside of that gotham knights should make up for a lot of the um the playability that you're missing out there potentially october is a big month they got comic-con in october which you are you are you going? I I mean I usually wait no to get tickets. Cares. No one cares. Anyways, let's move on. No, no, no. no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, we all have to go to a specific one at some point. New York's pretty. Shut up, Gasper. Yeah, we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Where's that? Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pittsburgh's probably yeah, about it. Pittsburgh. That's a terrible. Oh, that's a good city. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like the, it for baseball games at least. The driving sucks around there. I'm not gonna lie. I think Pittsburghians know that. Little little insight into my life for for our visitor for our no, listeners, no our, visitors. our visitors. Um, bad because it's about Pittsburgh and it goes off of what we're talking about. So I'm gonna say it. We're just um, elongating the sidebar. And Amanda and I first met for the first time because we met online. We met in Pittsburgh, and. Uh-huh. That's um, because she lived in Indiana, I lived in Maryland, so it was in the center. Yes, Tyler. Where Where did you meet? In Pittsburgh. Okay, no, I'm okay. saying like what app? Or what site? What site did you meet on? Why do you want to know that? Why does that matter? It was World that? Warcraft. Uh, we met on TikTok. Nice. Really? Yeah, we met on the TikTok. Wow. Pretty solid. 
Yeah. So um anything more we promo, more promo for you. <laughs> <laughs> we went yeah, if you guys want to follow me, I'm Maryland Enigma on TikTok. Um if you guys so we met and there's a bridge there going into the city. I was the most confused driving I have ever been in my entire life. Like there's all these street signs and they're pointing in all these different directions. And I'm like, if we get lost, I'm sorry. I, I'm doing my best. Man, I'd love to throw you guys in the middle of Times Square. No. No. That's the same with Chicago. I go there for C2E2 every year, and I don't drive any further than I have to into the city. It's it's not the same it, as New York, but... There's no point. Honestly, I mean, you can just, like, rent a bike, right? I'm sure you could, yeah. like, a scooter, but... Yeah, like, no, I'm not talking about, like, a, like a ching-ching, not a scooter. I'm talking about a bicycle. Queen made a song about it. I didn't catch it. What what noise did the bike make? Ching ching. Good lord. That's the bell. Wow. <laughs> and that's the bell to switch over to what Tyler wants to talk about. <laughs> I honestly don't want to talk anymore, guys. Um, <laughs> All right, that's no, it. No, no, Wrap no, it no, up. No. Um, mine's pretty short and sweet. So next week we're we have a new movie coming out and. It's not Minions because that's this week. And also, you know, it's a, a movie from the MCU. No big deal. It's it's Thor 4. And uh, there's a couple of things. Really there. weird that you called it Thor 4. I mean, it kind of, it's got like, it's a good I mean, sound. That's what it is, but like, that's not what it's called. It's not like Iron Man 3. But technically it is Thor 4. Technically it is, but technically you're still wrong. <laughs> How am I still wrong? Because it's Thor 4. That's not what it's called, though. It, what's, what's it called? Do you know the name of the movie? No, why don't you tell me, John, since you know everything? It's Thor Love and Thunder. That's what it is. Oh, thank you, John. Don't patronize me. No. It is Thor Love and Thunder, Thor 4, whatever you want to call it. It is coming out next Thursday, if you can get to an earlier screening than Friday. Uh, the cool part about it is that at first, before they cut it down to a very a very skinny version of an MCU film it's i believe it's in and around like 2 hours which is kind of short yeah really when you think of it like all the other shows or sorry all the other movies are like two and a half hours so you're getting a half an hour less but it makes you wonder you know what at the very least you're getting half an hour less it makes you wonder what you're getting but at the very beginning before they started dwindling it down uh, it was initially a four-hour first cut, and Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth actually preferred it that way, but realized that they couldn't have a four-hour cut. They needed to dwindle it down, and so they did. And you know, of course, it's half as much now. Um, so it's really cool that they really preferred a longer cut over what we ended up getting. So it makes you wonder what, what, what are we missing? Cause I know there's a lot of people out there that ask for like the, and again, this isn't to strike controversy or one thing or, you know, against another, but the Snyder cut was vouched for John, calm down. Um, <laughs> and you know, there's a suicide squad, uh, cut that was, that was requested. They had a four hour first cut. So it makes you wonder, are we going to get, that four hour cut at any point since they're publicizing it or is it I just, don't you know? 
I I would like to see it. I I love I would love to see a director's cut of just about any movie because I feel like once the once it gets cut down to what the studio wants, it's not the same film. And I've seen the Snyder cut three times and I love it all three times. Do I need to make an appointment to watch it? Yes. Like it needs to be like a Friday at like four, like seven o'clock because that's when I put my kid to bed and I didn't make sure I need, I got coffee and energy drink. I need to stay up because it's a phenomenal film from start to finish for me. Um, But that also had a tremendous campaign behind it. Like, I don't know. I don't know of any other film that had a campaign like that did. Like, fans were just. Well, there was there the the backing behind that wasn't just, you know, the fans loved or wanted to see his part. There was uh, there were events that occurred that, that brought Snyder away from the movie. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was which, a, a family ordeal. Very, you know. Yeah, family ordeal. And then they brought in Josh, Josh Whedon, because he did such a good job with Avengers. Well, he can do a good job with this one and completely just change Snyder's vision. What a bum. Um, what a bum. Anyways, moving on what, from that. What a thumb of Hollywood, and I'll leave it there. <laughs> there's there's a that's a whole nother topic that's um, a whole other issue and i'm getting heated so we need to move on that's a whole other topic everybody yeah um, don't you know so oh. to build off of what i mentioned you know we got a bigger cut but they dwindled it down to half as long so you're getting at most like two hours uh it was also mentioned and publicized that there's more versions of Thor waiting to make an appearance, supposedly. So I don't know how well-versed you are. Uh, you both are in the Marvel Universe, but there are at least a couple other versions of Thor. At the very least, there's more. There's a lot. So you're getting Natalie Portman's Mighty Thor, the Mighty Thor. You're getting Chris Hemsworth's Thor. But, you know, you, you beg the question... What other Thors are there? Well, for instance, there's there's Thro- Frog Thor. That's Throg, but there's Throg. Let's that's Frog Thor. Yeah. Uh, yes, and then I, you, I want that. I need that. You have Be- Beta Ray Bill. That's a big player in the Thor universe. So a lot of people are Throg could destroy him. What? You don't even know. So Thor and Beta Ray Bill go back and forth like it's. It's like a writer's dream to get those two to face off. And honestly, you know, uh, there's a really great a run for Beta Ray Bill that was just out. I don't know if it's finished yet. I think it may be. I suggest, you know, pick it up, get into Beta Ray Bill, because that character may find its way on screen sometime soon. But it was mentioned from uh, the director himself that if, you know, there are more opportunities for multiple Thors to make an appearance. They're they're waiting. So wasn't wasn't Beta Ray or yeah, Beta Ray Bill, wasn't he one of the statues in Ragnarok? It was, yeah, on the building. Yeah, he was uh, yeah, on the where the I don't want to call it a Coliseum, but like where the champions fought, like all the previous champions. He was one of the previous champions, right? Yep, and was again, wasn't he? He was originally the hold, like the owner of Stormbreaker, right? 
I can't confirm that 100%. Wow. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can say I believe so, but I, I'd have to check my sources to be 100% sure. Um, I follow a dude on social media who has already seen Thor Love and Thunder mm -hmm. um, and says it's phenomenal. He says that it's an action on action comedy, folk, you know, focused more on comedy and that the Natalie Portman, Chris Hemsworth or the Jane and Thor dynamic is just incredible. Yeah, that I'm that some of the cinematography is just top notch. I've heard very 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 good things about this and that the person that i heard it from i'm not going to shout him out but the person that i heard it from is very reputable so Thor uh, is it, is Thor it hemsworth's last movie is this uh, like that his... hasn't that hasn't been confirmed at all um okay. a lot of people are it. thinking so but I doubt, I doubt that Disney's only going to give him a, a one movie contract. He's probably locked in for another at least two, in my opinion. Dis Marvel, Disney Marvel is known for locking in their characters for multiple movies. I cannot imagine him because I would imagine that his contract ended after Endgame and he's under a new contract now. Potentially, okay. but I think they keep a lot of it uh, hush hush because they're smart. Because yeah. Disney is like a vault. They keep it hush hush, but then they try to project, you know, false, you know, false uh, confirmations. You know? Yeah, like Hulk being in, you know, Infinity War, not Hulk Buster, but Hulk. Yeah, have they lied to us? I got yeah. feelings on that too. But I think I think uh, Thor: Love and Thunder is going to kind of pick up where Doctor Strange kind of—I didn't say fell short, but it wasn't, you know, humor wasn't necessarily found throughout Doctor Strange. You had it bits and pieces, but with that, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I get an early screening and hopefully I can I can enjoy that because, you know what? The Thor Ragnarok, I enjoyed the humor there, although I did see a lot of fans and I use fans loosely. And if I'm calling you out or striking some type of nerve, let me know. But I don't really care. So when when fans fans come out and they start saying that Marvel's becoming Marvel's becoming too humorous or they're joking around too much, like that's Taika Waititi's direct direction. So but they're also comic books. Like they're movies based off of comic books. Hey. I mean, do you expect them to? I, I mean, I, I hate to knock it here. I hate to knock it. It's Marvel. Marvel is known for having a good amount of comedy. They're not super, super dark like the DC Universe. They're not. I hate to say it. I don't want to say it. I feel dirty saying it. But, I mean, the DC Universe up to date is just so dark. Aside from, like, Shazam. Shazam is comic gold. Black Adam will be dark. Um, but That's racist. Black Adam the movie will be dark. Uh, <laughs> but moving on, uh, Thor Love and Thunder should be a great watch. And honestly, I think it makes me love Taika Waititi's direction even more. I hope we can get more of it and look forward to more MCU movies. So we can look Say his last that. name for me again. Taika Waititi. 
Y-A-T-T? Y-A-T-T. Y-E-T-T. Yeah, you pronounce all the syllables. Or pronounce all the vowels. I never knew how to say his last name. I always, I just, the guy that directed Ragnarok. I've heard, I've heard a bunch of people pronounce it that way, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm happy to be corrected. What we need is him to pronounce it. That's what we need. Let me, Gasper, get on it. We definitely, need a video of him pronouncing say, his name. There's definitely a YouTube video somewhere of him saying his name. <laughs> now I'm self-conscious. So we'll go ahead and <laughs> no, next, next week. So uh, let, let everybody know. You can get into the movie to see it Thursdays instead of Fridays. All up to you. I think I'm seeing it at 3 p.m. bright and early. So go out and watch it, and we'll move on to our main topic. Yes, if you'd like to take it away. Just before we get into there, our oh. next... Have you guys watched Umbrella Academy? No, we don't. That's not what this is about. I know, but I, I just felt like I needed to ask because like you guys should. No, I fell off season two, and I was like, "Man, this is just not what I thought it was in season one." Yeah, I watched. I watched season one, and I, don't get me wrong, I liked season one. I thought season one was great. Same, but <laughs> when season two came out, me and the girl, my girl, my ex, now um, we broke up, and so I was like, "I'm not gonna watch that." Me and her watched that together. Shut up! <laughs> and it kind of bit me in the ass. Um, but I mean, I've been meaning to rewatch it. And I think I'd start from season one and go all the way up. Um, right. I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm interested in season four, especially like the big, big baddie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I just started it. In, uh, what the other day? I'm like three episodes in, and it's really enjoyable. How many episodes are in part one? Because it's part season four is broken into two parts. Oh, right? you're talking about Stranger Things, aren't you? Oh, uh, what the. F- you were talking about Umbrella Academy. He's still trying to you know talk what? about you know something else. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny because <laughs> it, it, what a all, what a it all goes together. Like, yes. It does, I yeah. watched season one. I'm actually re-watching it now because I want to catch up. But me and my ex were watching that, too. And okay. so I was like, I'm not going to watch season two. So I, are, are, We're talking Hi. about Stranger Things. Are we talking about Stranger Things finally? No, we're still on Umbrella Academy, but now we could go to Stranger Things. That's a pretty <laughs> strange thing to. Well, I figure it was Netflix to go into another Netflix show. You know what I'm talking about? Right now? Well, now you want to talk about Bojack this, Horseman? This Get on what, with the episode, Gasper. This is what happens. This is what happens when this we put you in charge. This is why I don't run the episodes. <laughs> My mind is everywhere. Anywho, uh, Stranger Things season four, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Great. Uh, all the new characters introduced blew me away. Uh, so I guess the only two new characters introduced. Uh, and uh, just it was just good episode after good episode. And I really have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. Uh, what was I, your time? Because I, I know I was... just... Honestly, so we talked about Stranger Things back in one of our first episodes, if not the very first. See, but and that episode doesn't matter because I wasn't here. So nobody cares. Anyway, so we did that first episode and it really made me want to go back and just watch it, rewatch it. So my wife and I stopped watching it for some reason. I think we had something going on that got in the way. And we went back to season part of season one and just started watching uh where we left off. And honestly, I'm glad because 
I can honestly say we weren't insanely interested with all the build that season one had. Season two is what brought everything kind of together. And you got to see a lot of the characterizations of each character kind of come together in ways that you wish happened in season one, but you kind of had to let that build happen. Season two was great. Season three was even better. And not just action, but just the characters were incredible. You got to see growth. And it was it was great. Honestly, I don't have a favorite character. This is probably one of the very few shows or movies. I'll lump it in. Where I can't pick out a favorite character. I love the whole cast. Yeah, it's a very good cast. Even the new characters that they introduced with... Uh... What are you going to say, John? Go ahead. Something I don't... To caveat from the, the actual production of the show is... I appreciate the guy that plays Steve. I don't know Everyone, what his name is. He's great. Uh, what the hell? But he, like, as these kids have grown up, have just protected them. Because, I mean, some of these kids were getting stalkers, both, you know, adult stalkers, male and female. And, like, they were, like, he is just been there for him and been that buffer between like what's okay to say and what's not okay. Cause I read an article about this. Well, who's and like, you're talking about Steve. Who's Steve? Uh, Steve Harrington. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Joe Keery. I think his name is. Yeah. He was, he was oh, like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was, okay. Okay. Yeah. He, he was the kind of the an antagonist in season one. And then from there on, like he was the one that dated um when I okay. arrived his daughter at first. I'm good, I'm, I'm good now. Yep. Yeah. Um, but he's been like the mom of the group and like yeah. protecting the kids from all the evil out here in the world from adults, these sick adults. Like people are sick. You caught you're, you're caught up through season four, right, John? No, no. But I'm he, just I'm talking about like in real life. Well, he in season four, he becomes like a type of you see it multiple times. He's like a glorified babysitter. Is he? Yeah, and so it, it kind of makes sense with what you're saying. And, you know, there are a few times, it's not a spoiler to, tell, to say he takes care of the kids, but I think it happens towards the end of Season 3, too, where he watches over the kids, and uh, Season 4 becomes repetitious. He gets tired of the fact that he has to watch over the same damn kids. Um, that That's kind of the feeling that he gets at that point. And I, I think that uh, the the fans and the listeners to the show... Uh, Stranger Things definitely get to grow on uh, Steve's character, which was hard to grow on at first. Like you mentioned, you know, he was uh, it was a different type of character the first season. Yeah, he was the high school douchebag. Yes. And they talk yeah. about that in season three and season four, too. They call him, you know, uh, the jerk, you know, the douche. But uh, what I love is that they kind of replaced Steve's doucheness douchiness whatever you want to call it with uh was it billy's character right yeah and honestly i loved it i didn't know where where the heck it was going to go but holy crap did they make a big douche out of this guy and he was a lifeguard too so it was like extra douchey not saying that lifeguards are normally that way but like back in the day they were like all about themselves they had to look good um yep. you know it was kind of the the MO for lifeguards, whether they be female or male. Um, so they, I think they they got the right guy uh, to play the part. He did great. And on top of that, 
we have another new character. Uh, Joseph Quinn, I believe, plays Eddie Munson in season four. And I'm over, like, I'm head over heels for, for his performance of that character because I, it's hard not to respect it. He's been insanely good in this season. And I know, John, we're, we're talking about stuff you probably haven't uh, dove into yet, but. I have uh, not. And honestly, I'm not saying you're missing out, but I know you need to jump in because things get are so amazing character wise. And honestly, this, the girl, I believe that we see debut in season three, Max, you see her grow so much in season four. I'm actually, I actually root for her. She's not my favorite character. I don't really have one, but I root for her in season four and it's just, it's so fun to watch it. And we have two more, Correct me if I'm wrong. Two more episodes coming out when this Friday. This Friday. Damn. This Friday. Are those the last two episodes, or are they doing like two episodes and then like two or three? No, more uh, the out? last two episodes of the season, and then season five is in like two years. Yeah, they're aging. That's Suppo- the final. So I heard. I heard something sneaky about that. Like it's it snuck out that. They're they're gonna age the kids a little bit longer to do a, a time time jump, potentially the nineties. It's a rumor going around. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. It would be a little bit more recent, so it makes me wonder. More further down the line, they're gonna make their way into the two thousands and yeah, maybe more see. recent. Huh. So, um, I, I I really can't wait for those two episodes at the end of the week. But I think. The second to last one's like an hour and a half, and the last one's like two and a half hours, I think. Close. Yeah. It's going to be wild. Two movies, pretty much. I have seen some pretty awesome things about, because I'm not, that, that's a show I'm not really like trying to keep away from spoilers for. Um, but, you know, I've, I've seen that, you know, the big baddie, if we don't want to spoil it, um, actually. I, I was going to see if you guys wanted to talk about like conspiracy theories and all this about the, the show. So we could mark Ooh. it now that we're going to talk about spoilers. Uh, yeah, we're they're going to talk about spoilers and I'm going to talk about conspiracy theories that I've seen. Right. Um, cool. There's been plenty of times where like a kid <laughs> has died or disappeared and like you can hear the clock from yeah. Vecna. Yeah, dating back in season one. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts, right? Which I think, I which I'm sure that's what they wanted, but oh, that absolutely. is just absolutely just if that's the case. I mean, phenomenal, just it's true story they, writing and they, everything. They planned it out. It's been it's been something they've been trying to do. They wanted to age it between seasons. I'm not a hundred percent sure if they wanted to wait as long between season three and season four, but with the pandemic and everything going on, it might have played into it. But I, I think that it plays so much into. 11 story that it had to be connected you know what i mean gasper uh yeah it plays so heavily into who she is and why she does the things that she does and you know it, it plays a lot going going on into the future too it's um you know not not trying to spoil everything for people that haven't seen it but she she makes a connection that reassures her she's doing the right things uh when she thought she wasn't she just didn't fit in she's never f- really fit in outside of her normal group uh and she finally you know has a 
you know, a type of epiphany, I guess you could call it. So I, I really enjoyed season four. Honestly, it was, it was a huge explosion for me. I just loved it. My wife loved it. She couldn't stop watching it. And it's really hard to find something we both love to watch that much. I, I also just love that they had uh Robert England yes. playing the real. Yep. And the whole fact that like Vecna visits you in your dreams and like puts you in a dream state, it, it like just blew my fucking mind. Absolutely yep. blew it. Yeah, he plays Victor Creel, who yep. like apparently well, like escaped, escaped the big baddie in season four. Yes, he's and, the uh, he's the one they use for the inspiration on how to you know defeat the big baddie. Um, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of stuff to it. You know his house. Uh, the past, his past, and how they kind of meet. And, you know, the Upside Down has a bit to do with it, too. But you learn a lot about the big baddie and who that big baddie is, too, and it's just... it. I You know, honestly, I did not expect that twist coming. I didn't either, but I did kind of expect what happened with that guy, you know, when he rolled up his sleeve, and I'm like... I kind of thought that that was going to be the case because he was helping Eleven along so much. I was like, there's something going on. Like, there's a connection so here. So that, that brings me into one of my theories, is that number one is who we're talking about. Oh, is, thanks for spoiling it, but go ahead. Oh, no, we, we already stated we're talking about spoilers. I know, I'm from kidding, that. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, number one is Eleven's dead. I don't know. So the I I don't know if you got that from somewhere, you just thought of it yourself. Uh, I've been reading it's been you know around the internet for a I while. Bet. I bet and web. I I can see where that came from, but I the only way I see a connection is just the fact that he like guides her through you know, season four really. And she she gets to see how everything actually went down. And I, I think it would be a very interesting reveal with the big baddie if at the very end it would be like, it, it was essentially not to strike more interest from John, but it would kind of be Star Wars-esque. You know, 11, yeah. 11 I am your father. I'm your father, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it's true, and uh, I didn't think of that, but you know it. it it's possible. I think that's a, probably a very end of the season thing, but I don't know. I we, we met her mother though. Yeah, right? but it, but she was part of the uh, the experiments in Hawkins' lab in like six in nineteen sixty nine. I'm reading here, right? And Elle was born in seventy one, so oh, she could have yeah. been conceived during his time there. So he, there's a good chance that your theory may prove true, but who knows? And also, also, uh, it's an '80s, you know, it's an '80s show, so they could just rip off Star Wars. <laughs> yes, I mean, and then claim it was before the Star Wars time, technically, movie in, in the show <laughs> sense. I'm sure that would that would probably really piss John off. Um, but. But no, I, I can see that happening. You know, the coolest part is my wife did. My wife does a little, did a little, did a little. Dig, I can't talk. Did a little digging. Work your hard, Tyler. Sorry, I'm sweating. God, uh, <laughs> he's getting. 
I sorry, I had to I had to whip out my thesaurus. Um, oh, sorry, John. You thought I was going to say something else. Um, uh, uh, no, I, I had to figure out my wording. But so my my wife did a little digging, I believe, and so did I. And we're like, uh, we're watching videos of from the cast and uh, the the guy that plays Dustin Henderson, uh, Gatton or Gaten. I can't. I'm yeah, Gaten. Yes, Gaten. Yes, Gaten. Uh, he he said in a kind of like an interview that the show's actually based on actual events. Did you know? Well, that? yeah, it's based off of the not, um, not, not all of it, of course, because yeah, yeah, no, it, loosely based off the Montauk Project. Yes, and uh, if anybody has an opportunity, look into the Mon Montauk. I believe it's M O N T A U K project. And I think it's a really cool story to read, or I believe there are actually podcasts about it as well. Certainly yeah, look, very... look it up. It's intriguing, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, great I think, conspiracy. I think it kind of like gets you more excited for what's to come because it really plays into how they tried to experiment with kids. And yeah. honestly, who knows what the heck went on in there, you know, realistically. Um but it's so dark and so messed up, like messing with kids and stuff. So um, it's a it's a really great bit of research. So if you have time, go for it because it's cool. It's a cool yeah, story. It's, 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 it's phenomenal. I've listened to so many podcasts about it because <laughs> Montauk is an hour and a half away from me. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, out on of, the island. A lot of people are like, oh, Montauk must be like in Indiana where this is supposed to take place. <laughs> No, that, nope. does, that does not Good sound. Like, that does not sound like Indiana, does it, John? I forgot Stranger Things took place in Indiana. Yeah. Yep. No, but, that uh, does not sound like Indiana. No, <laughs> no. East Coast. Really excited to see what happens. Uh, there's also a huge rumor that Will's going to be uh, the villain in season five. Why? Why do you? Why do you think that's going to be the case? What do you think is going to I happen? I thought. I thought season four was the end. I thought season four was. Oh, no, they're no. doing season five, and that's it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Why'd your voice raise like five octaves? You kidding me? It's kind of an outrage. You want to? You want to <laughs> hear a conspiracy theory? I heard that would just piss a lot of people off. No. Oh, I want. I want to know if I know this. Go ahead. Oh gosh, I'm sure you. <laughs> the, the entire show is just a D and D campaign. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've I've thought about that. I'm like, what if they're actually a just game? playing D and D? Yeah, a game within a game. Technically, we're watching a game within yeah. a game. Yeah, like it. it's all it's all, and that's why like there's like a bunch of like D and D based characters and everything. Yeah, in it. like yeah, yeah, no, Vecna. Vecna. yeah, Vecna. Yeah, the the uh, what the fuck was the other one? The uh, Demi Gorgon. Yeah, yeah, there you go, the Demi Gorgon. Yep. Fucking crazy! Yeah, uh, I, I, would, I would love it. My girlfriend said she would absolutely hate that. Oh, people would riot! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think it's people that don't understand D and D and like what goes into it, and you know what D and D is. I think it's people that don't necessarily understand D and D as a whole. I I think you know I I'd love to start playing it. I don't know where to start or begin, but I'm really interested. I think mostly because of the show. I think it's really cool. I think. I, I agree with you. I mean, there's as as someone that plays D and D, and as somebody that 
Nerd. Master. It's <laughs> it's a lot to yeah. go into a D&D campaign, especially yeah. as I mean there's a lot on the aspect of a player. You start diving into be a dun like a game master, a dungeon master, whatever you want to call yourself, there oh man, there is just so much you need to know and so much time and effort you got to put into it. It's a lot. <laughs> well, and and that's a, and that's the thing is I think we're getting uh with that theory of yours which very well could also turn out true just as much as gaspers uh, there's probably a ton more that makes sense too it is what it is there's always going to be those those theories but i think it's really bringing a lot of people to to try to play the game and kind of grasp it because let me tell you uh two years ago uh i believe it was uh, a limbo between season three and four at that time i was at c2e2 and there were there was a ton of people trying to create their own characters. Um, I couldn't actually get into the line and wait long enough to get to the front. Believe it or not, uh, it was a two hour wait in line. By the way, to create your own character, so there were there were that many people in line. You weren't you weren't even playing. You were just creating a character, and that yeah, was it. I, I didn't have a character. Well, I mean, you create a character to play. Because you're right. doing, you're doing it for so the first time, yeah. Playing, okay. So I was going to do it, and there was there was a long line every single time. So I'm I'm hoping to go back again uh, in August, the first weekend in August. C two E two, by the way, sponsored by Reed Pop. Um, Fuck Reed Pop. Oh, shut up. They they do New York <laughs> Comic Con too. Just, I know, I know. Get I know. over yourself. No, um. <laughs> so no the there was like two one to two hour wait just to create your own character so i'm kind of trying to figure out how to do it organically at home and hey tyler sh- sh- don't tell me how easy it is i i can help you create your character like yeah, i was gonna say you I don't have to do. wait two hours i promise like i can, here yeah like you've got me and gasper we can get this done in like 30 minutes boy let's do it <laughs> it depends it won't be 30 minutes it'll be like draw drawn out into like Drawn out to like two hours. Um, no, it's, it's 30 minutes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We create an episode on how to create a character. How about that? I like that. Okay. Anyway, so Anywho. Stranger Things 4, I think it's bringing to light a lot of cool things, not just a cast. I think a lot of interest in D&D, a lot of theories that they all may be true at some point, uh, but we may not even see that until who knows it's season five, six, seven, God knows. Um. What do you expect, Gasper, out of the next two episodes? What do you think is a major a major character is going to die? Who do you think it is? I think it's gonna be uh, Will's brother. What's his name? Uh, the fuck's his name? Oh, you're talking about Jonathan. Jonathan. I think it's gonna be Dream Bean. It's gonna be a valiant effort to save uh, Nancy. Nancy. Yeah, and he goes bye bye. I think I think what yeah what they're gonna do they're gonna they're gonna send John home pretty much, where everybody gets to be able to focus on the other triangle of love that isn't a thing, but you can see like sparks between Nancy and Steve, but also like I still feel I, like Steve has a thing for Robin. Even I, he definitely he says, it. he says it. Yeah, I, I know he did. I know he did, but like she reveals. That you know she doesn't you know fly his direction, and you know it just seems like it rolls it rolls past him, and he doesn't he doesn't really care. He's interested in what he's interested in, and or who he's interested in, and I think that's another triangle we're going to have to take a look at uh, a little bit closer going forward. 
So I would I would actually support Jonathan being sent home. I have a feeling it's either going to be Jonathan or Steve. Oh man, if Steve goes, I don't know. Like if anybody had to go, it's going to be rough. But I I think they're ready to hurt us. (laughs) I I don't know. So the big players, they're sorry, not the big players. The players that aren't necessarily spending a lot of time on screen, um. Like Winona Ryder's character isn't spending a lot of time on screen until absolutely recent. David Harbour's character is spending more a little bit more time on screen than hers as he's in the prison. Um I think Jonathan is is the only one I can think of, and maybe Winona Ryder's character are the ones I could see. I don't think I see anybody from uh the main group going. Max, Max, if they kill Murray, I will riot. If they (laughs) they kill Murray, (laughs) oh my gosh, I love Murray. Like, (laughs) honestly, here's the thing I hated that actor and who he played in every other movie he's played in. And once he jumped on the screen, I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, this guy's gonna play a jackass like he does in every other damn movie. And he didn't. What happened? Uh, Murray, what's his name? Brett Gelman. Brett Gilman, he has he has a bunch of smaller parts in movies where he just plays like he just, he just plays it like a douche, like a jackass. Like you're just like, dude, why are you like that? That type of character. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Watch watch yeah, the movies no, that he's in. It's, it's serious. Oh, that guy. He's yeah. That, he's that guy. Like when you say that guy, Brett Gelman is that guy. But here he doesn't play that guy that he normally does. And I give him a lot of credit for taking a role that's a little different than what he's normally playing. He's he's doing some great stuff with with the role he has now. I'm a big fan of. It. I was going to bring that up too. When he was pretending to be Yuri, I was losing it. Like, <laughs> oh, he, and and that's the thing. Like he he about he felt like he got caught multiple times. Yes. And and I'm like, dude, this is going to suck if he dies. Um, but also, uh, in this in the show. I was surprised, and I think it was more in season three when it when he came about. Paul Reiser played a big role, and I haven't seen that guy in anything big in a while. Uh, who was Do- he again? Doctor Owens. Doctor Owens. He's he's the one that came to Eleven and brought her back to, uh, in the car, brought her back right. to yeah, yeah. Uh, the what do you call it, home base or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't seen Paul Reiser in anything great, and I could be wrong. Uh, recently, he's been... but he playing a great like supporting role. So I, I really, I really like that too. And uh, supposedly, um, Matthew Modine, you know, Doctor Brenner and Eleven have a really close relationship outside of outside of the show. So I don't think, you know, you're always going to see flashbacks to that that guy, and you're going to see a lot of relationship in the show. So I think there's a lot going forward there. I don't think they're going to take Max away. They just introduced her. Yeah. But I have a strong feeling, even though we're trying to say Jonathan's going to, you know, have, a, have his life taken, I think it's going to be one of the main people from the, you know, the main group. Sadly, I don't think it's going to be Steve. I don't think it's going to be Jim. I don't think it's going to be Joyce or Nancy. 
Um, I think it's going to be somebody from the main group, like the original cast. I personally think it's going to be Will. I, I, I could see it being Will and then him getting Vecna's powers, and that's how he becomes the the second big baddie of season five. He's like the leader of the Upside Down at that point. Yeah. Because if you think about it, he's the only one to like really survive the Upside Down. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, he had the yeah, he had the what did he have in him? Um is is he he's is he the one that had the the black like, entity in yeah. his body? That was that was what started season two with yeah. the uh demi dogs. Yep. And you know, it's really interesting to to think of that too. And and I think it could it could be a big deal because they the main group then has to fight against somebody they've known for a long time. Yeah. That, that, I think that I don't know if that's a theory that's already out, but I think that's our theory. It's our theory now. Yeah, it is now, but that totally is. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that's good to go with right there. Yeah. So Yay, Stranger Things. Yay. Yeah, everybody well, that... everybody you tell everybody tell John to catch up. <laughs> and if you haven't caught up, catch up, you know? And you know where you can catch right. us. Oh, nice. Good segue. Beautiful. Speaking of segues, I love to ride those. <laughs> I, I'm too scared to ride those. You know, they are really terrible, though, for your balance. Like, it just throws you off. Uh, anyways, where you can catch us, Nerd Rejects Podcast on Twitter. You can find us at Nerd Rejects. You can also find me, Ty, at Comic Typhoon. Where can we find you guys? You can find me over at Shut Up Gasper on all social media. Uh, also, follow our Twitter at Nerd Rejects Pod. I just posted a very nice picture of John on there. Where? Our Twitter, Twitter is Nerd the Rejects. There you go. <laughs> oh, where, where can we find you, John? You can find me on Twitter at Nerd Rejects. Um, I've been a little light on Twitter recently, but me too. getting back into it. Um, that's really... It's really it right now. Um, or you can find me. I mean, I, I plugged my Twitter, so I might as well do it now. Um, at uh, Maryland Enigma on Twitter. All one word. Sweet. So with that, you know where to find us. And if you have anything to say, say it. Be as transparent as possible, because on our episodes, I'm pretty sure we don't hold back. So. Nerds out. Ha <laughs>